the buzz. Kids will blow dandelion fuzz, and I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer. I drink in my hand, my snow up against the burning sand, probably getting gorgeously tanned in summer. I'll finally see a summer breeze blow away a winter storm, and find out what happened to solid. And welcome to episode 8 of Sharing the Magic, a show dedicated to all things Disney. Join us as we explore the magical world. Whether you're a diehard fan or a casual visitor, this podcast is for anyone who can use a little extra pixie dust. I am the real lady divine, Lindsay. We have a cool, breezy podcast for you today. Let's introduce the rest of the cast. First up, he is a goofy dupe himself. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm tired. I'm tired, everybody. I'm sleepy. Why are we recording on a Saturday? I don't know but I'm doing it for you all. So I'm happy to be here. And everyone's favorite Disney dad, Matt. How many more days till Disney? We have 17 days until our Disney trip. We are anxiously counting down. And Jeff, I'm not tired for the same reason as you. You know, I know you worked late last night, but my six-year-old son Lincoln had to wake me up at 6.30 this morning, poking me in the face. Dad, dad, 17 days till Disney. He's excited. So I get that every morning, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, it's two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, so it's not bad. I personally like it better than like eight, nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. And finally, our host for today, she's practically perfect in every way. Annie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> we told Jeffy to join us today. Everyone's not here with us today because we're recording on a weird day. We didn't want to record on Father's Day and let the fathers have their day. Um, and, you know, poor Tara is off in Aruba, the poor thing, struggling. Oh, so, like, it's just, <laughs> we're down a few people. <laughs> but I do agree with Matt. I am enjoying this lovely Sunday because, or Saturday, because I slept in all morning and then came to this instead of worked all day. <laughs> came on. <laughs> so, I'm doing great. Um, so in with that, um, this week we're talking about summer, <laughs> talking summer. Um, unlike Matt, I don't have 17 days with Disney. I think I have like 77, 75, even better. Um, I did cheat. It's not bad. That's, did... that's only double digits, Annie. That's not bad. It's, it's only double digits. It started off as like a hundred and something. And I did cheat and celebrate 90 days by going to Disney. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> It, it, it does, it do be like that sometime, you know, <laughs> I did take that 24 hour trip. I was not prepared for the heat because it's only been like in the sixties up here in, in, uh, New Jersey, down in Florida, it felt like a hundred <laughs> and I was not ready. So in talking about that, uh, trip coming up, my trip's coming up in, um, early September. And then I just took that trip. We said, I think we need to talk about how to survive Disney in the summer because it is and, a different beast. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going in August. Oh, God. And Lindsay's going in August. So <laughs> we're really just trying to die, I think. I think that's really the goal of this podcast. Well, but... I mean, I we can only go. My family only goes in the summer. It's not by choice, right? Like, we're going to get into different ways of how we suggest staying cool. And my first suggestion is just don't go in the summer. But as a teacher, right, up in New Jersey... We can only go at certain times, 
and usually that is during the summer. So we have consistently gone in August, almost annually since I met my wife uh, 10, 12 years ago. And I love you, Crystal. I'm sorry if that number is wrong. Um, <laughs> that is when that's only that's the only time we were ever able to actually go was in August. But if you can avoid it, you know, if you can go in say February, that's probably your best bet. 100%. I 100% agree. See, we always went in the summer as well because the past, I don't know, seven years between me and my two younger sisters, we've all been in college. So it's been like juggling, not taking time out of college. Um, and then we discovered that January is really the best time to go. It's the last three years we've been in January, which 10 out of 10 would recommend. But if you can only go in the summer, here's all our tips and tricks. Here's all our ways to stay cool. Um, we're going to start off, though, what you need to know. Um, so weather-wise, it usually is around 90 to 100 degrees. It usually feels like 115 to 120 some days with that humidity. The humidity is a killer. <laughs> you know, if anyone has flown into MCO and has gone um, either down to the bus where you get the buses or down where you get the Ubers by the baggage claim and stepped out those doors, you know, you know, what the heat feels like in the humidity of Florida. <laughs> like, that is... The epitome of beginning to learn just what you're in for that trip. <laughs> as uh, soon as you walk off the plane, it slaps you in the face. Yeah, it's really that's the best way of saying it, Lindsay. It slaps you in the face. Like Legit. it is you instantly know where you are as soon as you walk off of that plane. Which can well, I tell you? Did that. you guys see? <laughs> totally kind of on topic, but off topic. Um, so I went on the weekend of the tenth. I think like a few days after that. If you've never been to the um, the Orlando airport, they have like almost monorails that take you from the terminals to the main building. Those were broken. So these four people were walking from the terminal. There's like a little bridge in between. I, I, would, I would not be able to. Could you imagine, especially like someone like me, sometimes I go to the park all morning and then go to my flight. So my feet are already killing me after seven days in Disney and Disney that day, and then having to walk again in the heat and humidity and get on sweaty on the plane. Absolutely not. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All that in the news, I was like, I can't believe those people making that hike across the the, the airport to and get I that. Yeah. I just missed that, and thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be terrible, terrible, terrible. But it's also, Annie, it's not just the heat that you have to worry about when you go in the summer, too, because... You also get the rain, yes. right? July and August are both the hottest and the wettest months at any time in Florida. So if you go to Disney World with that plan, you know, everybody always jokes about the, the Disney bubble, the dome yes. right, that protects them. Uh, that, that dome might not work so well in the summer because it, it rains almost every day. You get those afternoon thunderstorms. Every day. It monsoons for literally at least 15 minutes a day. Right. And I don't mean drizzle, guys. I mean, like, it's hitting the floor or the ground of the Magic Kingdom so hard that the raindrops are bouncing feet off the ground sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, when I went for my 24-hour trip, we were going, we went into Mickey's Brohar Magic, which is literally 15 minutes long show. We went in, it was starting to drizzle. As we were waiting to go in, we saw it really start downpouring. By the time we were out, it was clear and sunny and bright blue skies. Like, it, that, that is how quickly it comes in and out sometimes. But if you are in the wrong spot at the right time, 
you are kind of screwed. <laughs> right. I mean, you get, yeah, those real heavy ones, 15 minutes, but you usually get about an hour to two every afternoon where it's just like, okay, this is the rainy time. And that pro tip, right, when it's not that 15 minute monsoon, but everybody else is like, oh no, it's raining. I got to get into a store. Just keep going. Yeah. Just keep, just, just go to the next ride. All the lines are going to be shorter, especially if it's not one of those total inside rides, right? Like, which we're going to talk about some of those AC ones yes. a little bit later on, spoiler alert. But if you are okay with it, just keep going. Because, yeah, you'll get wet. You'll get soaking wet. You'll cool down for a little bit. But by 3 o'clock when that storm's gone and that sun's back out, you're going to be dry in 15 minutes. And you got on everything while everybody else was yes. hiding somewhere in a building. Yes, 100%. So we do it all the time. We we're going to talk about it. bringing a poncho and all that good stuff as yeah. well. Um, I will say my main tip, though, if you're hopping on rides, do not hop on – on the Little Mermaid ride, I've learned that many of times that the way those rocks are carved out, you think they would kind of shelter you from the rain before you're totally undercover, but no, it just is perfectly hitting you so that it falls <laughs> off the rocks and drenches you as well. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Well, because Annie, right, and everybody else, they they only close the rides with thunder and lightning, yeah. right? If it's yeah, raining. Right. You can still go on. I mean, I don't know if I would suggest going on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I have been on in the rain. In the um, rain? It feels are, like are you you're getting being stabbed? Bolted. Yes, you're yes. Right. You feel like someone just took a BB gun and said, you know, it feels like that. It's not in the most enjoyable, but if you if that's your time to ride Seven Dwarfs, that's your time to ride Seven Dwarfs. Right, you avoid that two-hour wait, and it just gets a couple BB shots. You could do it, man. Like that's you know, you just you put on your poncho, like I said, and you know, listen, COVID just happened. Wear that mask real quick, just for that ride, just to cover your face from the BB gun, and you're you're good. So that's what's a note with weather. Next up, it is the summer. If anyone knows anything about Disney, anyone that's like that Disney genius in your life can easily tell you that Disney's always busy, right? But it's even busier when kids are out of school. (laughs) Summer is the busiest time in in Florida. I mean, everyone's out of school. There's plenty of people from other countries coming. Um, You'll see the big tour groups. There'll be summer groups. There'll be you know, school trips, summer camps, like it is no joke on top of just the normal amount of people that come to Disney. Um, You usually see the families with the matching shirts, but now, you know, when you get those day trip camps coming in and you're like, oh, there's a hundred kids wearing the same shirt. You can easily see those very large. 10 million highlighter people. people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You'll see the flags and you'll be like, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> I have you don't want to get in, on a line. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get on a line behind them no. because it takes a while to get through that crowd. Yeah, you got to hurry up and like go through and try to beat them. <laughs> yes. Florida, Cut them off, right? Lindsay? Disney, yeah. Disney yeah. in the summer. I mean, listen, you should always be park dropping or rope dropping, but mm-hmm. rope dropping in the summer you have to, it's, it's a non-negotiable. Like you have to do it if you can, if you want to be able to hit as many rides as you can. Because right. the, you know, standard 20 minute long rides that you would see most of the, the year are going to be at 16 minute waits. Like it's just, right. especially as you get closer to, you know, the holidays, like um, 
Fourth of July, Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Like as you get closer into those regions, like it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be crazy. Rope drop your life away. <laughs> if you're, but you do have that little window in the summer, depending on where you live, because right, Disney World being down in Florida, the southern states, they go back to school earlier than like we do up in the Northeast. So while my school doesn't start until after Labor Day in September, they're already back in school early to mid-August. So if you can go, if you have to go in the summer and your kids are out of school still and you're not in the South, those are like the two weeks where it might be your best bet because those those day trips are done, the summer camps are done, and all of the local kids are back in school. So they won't be there during the week. It's still busy during the weekend, which I think Disney just is busy during the weekend, basically every weekend. Because all the people... But if you can go in the summer, those last two weeks of, of August, and then... Oh man, I wish if I wasn't a teacher, I'd be going like those first two weeks of September. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's like a ghost town those first two weeks. Those first I've heard two it's weeks amazing. Like those first two weeks right before spring break, because it's just yeah. everyone's just waiting for them to go <laughs> or to right, right. take their kids out of the first week of school. You know, like those are like the best times to go. <laughs> those are like the only quiet times I feel like Disney has anymore. Um, so that's crowds. That's crowds, fam. It's just, it's, it's going to be what it be. Um, it's going to be like that pretty much. It'll, it'll die down a little bit in the beginning of fall, but as we ramp up towards, you know, Halloween and then you're in full holiday swing of the season, um, it stays pretty busy until like January. So, um, and that's the best mindset to yeah. go into the trip. You got to go into these summer trips, really any trip when you go to Disney world. You just have to prepare yourself beforehand. It's going to be busy. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be There's hot. going to be lots of people, <laughs> little kids yelling. There's going to be long lines. The weather, it's going to be hot, right? It's going to it's going to rain. So, you can't go to Disney World thinking, "Oh, it's going to be like I'm just going to stroll down Main Street and pop in here." And that's not really what it is anymore. It's so popular that you have to plan everything and when you go and the weather and the crowds that's all part of it 100%. and the heat the thing i i am not a, a heat guy i hate the heat i love this episode where we're talking about staying cool and even this it's not going to guarantee that you stay cool you have to go in with the i'm hot but so is everybody else it's okay if i'm sweating because everybody else is sweating everyone does it so you just got to go in the right mindset. I think. I think 100% Matt is correct. Like it, you're not going to, if you go in thinking we're just going to Disney, it's going to be great. Like you just have to know, like, it's going to be hot. I'm going to sweat. It's just going to be what it's going to be, but we're going to have a great time. Like, you know, like we're going to make the most of the situation. Like that's the only way you're getting through summer in Disney. Like <laughs> it's going to be rough, but it's going to be great. And you know what? Listen, it's going to rain, but that rain might make the festival of fantasy turn into the rainy day parade and that never really happens so that is like um a rare gem when you get to when you get to see that so um and if you don't know what that is they all the it's a shorter parade where they take the main street vehicles down the parade route with all the characters in there under shelter some of them are out in little rain jackets it's really cute um, so if you can see it definitely go see it um, if that's happening while you're there. Um, so we're talking about preparing ourselves. Let's talk about um, what you want to bring in your park bag. You know, summer is all about preparation. 
So I already mentioned the poncho. The poncho is a given. You need one for everyone in your family. You can get them at the dollar store before you go on your on your vacation for a dollar instead of spending me twenty dollars in the park. <laughs> you can. I will suggest though with that. The ponchos that you get at Disney are a better quality poncho than the ones you get at the dollar store. Like those little camp ones that come folded up, they feel like a garbage bag. That's basically what it is. Like there's been times where we've pulled those out and within minutes they've ripped. This is true. The the ones at Disney, and I'm sure you can get the same material thicker ones for cheaper somewhere else. You know, so right. Just (laughs) just get that kind. Don't get the little plastic bag ones because they're they're terrible. Like you're gonna have to get multiples of them for a longer trip. But you definitely need to have a poncho. Like the bigger ones, the better quality. You can dry them out. You can reuse them. We even use them. Right, you guys call me the Disney dad, so I got to talk about the kids. We use it as like a, uh, a stroller cover. You know, instead of bringing the big plastic stroller cover because they're thicker, you just open it up because they have the snaps on the side, which is nice. You can open it up and use it to cover your, your property too, which is a good little, I guess, park mini park hack. I will say with the ponchos for Disney – that when you buy them, you can use your annual pass and get a discount if you do have that. Mm-hmm. And also, if a button, say, loosens or it rips a little bit, if you take it back, they will give you a new one. Oh, Ooh. Lindsay with the pro I tip. Know that, Lindsay. Lindsay with the pro tip. I like that one. And also, don't throw out your poncho, okay? Like, if you use it for that trip, keep it and use it for the next trip as long as it's still in good condition. Try it I out. Know, it'll, it'll smell funky. Dr- it gets all moldy and gross. You got to dry those things. And I always keep a, like a plastic Ziploc bag in my park bag so that when it's wet and it's the middle of the day, I just put it in there. And then at the end of the night, when we go back to the hotel, you lay it out for the night and let it dry and wrap it back up and put it in your park bag. And the dollar store ones, I will take and I will wrap my backpack Mm. so it doesn't get wet. But I also came across a poncho backpack on amazon so now my backpack has a stolen poncho see i like you went the specialty route and my latest poncho that i've been using is actually a new jersey owned company called punch ears and it has a special area for your ears ears so it fits right over your mickey mouse ears which is perfect because if anyone knows when it gets rainy it gets windy and since it covers over your ears, that stops your hood from blowing backwards as well. Pro mm-hmm. tip. <laughs> Something to look into if you're looking to spend a little few extra dollars. But that's the first thing. All right, so we got ponchos in our bag. What else we got in our bag, guys? Cooling towels. Tell us about Lindsay. Oh. Tell us the tips. So I have bought on Amazon the frog brand. They're very, like, thick and... I just, I can't do that. So on in Disney, when you go, either the carts or if you go into the gift shops, they sell their own cooling towels. And you can either get blue or pink. They're perfect. They're made out of material. You can wash them. You can put them in the sink after Mickey a long day. <laughs> and they're cute, yeah, with the little Mickey, you know, emblem on them. They work perfectly. You can freeze them uh, the night before. You can also, that same Don't day. Don't pass over that, Lindsay. That's key for staying cool. Yes. And you can also, you know, when you're in the park, just go into the bathroom, run under some cold water, slap it a few times, and boom, there you go. Well, that's what I like about it. You get that, you freeze them, right? That's it. You, you wet it at your in your hotel or whatever. You freeze it. You throw it in that Ziploc bag, like Annie said. Have those to start the day off with. And then the fact that you can reuse them. They'll never get as cold as when they're frozen. 
but you can redo it as often as you want. So every time you walk by a restroom, you run into the sink. I will. You can use it in the water fountains. I personally think that's a little gross because people are drinking out of there and you're putting a sweat. You can do it. But there's usually a, a restroom right yeah. next to wherever there's a water fountain. So just run in there and 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 do that. Matt seems like he's been scarred from watching people do it. <laughs> oh man, you're like ringing them out into the. And you're into like, the my fountain. mouth oh. goes on that, or not on yeah, that. Yeah, like I'm not using that, that fountain. <laughs> that is that is fair. Um, also, uh, a fan. A fan is key. A fan is amazing. I have one of those little H two pool ones. It says H two, but it doesn't have any water on it. It's literally just a little fan. But I found a rechargeable oh. one at Target. And it lasts forever. Like, I used it my entire 24-hour day that I was at Disney. And it has probably, like, eight hours of continual blowing. Like, it never lost battery while I was there. And then you just plug it in at night. It's perfect. That way you're not going through a million batteries. That is my protest. (laughs) I can't tell you how many fans. If you've ever seen us walking through through Disney with, especially since having Lincoln with the stroller, right? You should see the number of fans that are attached (laughs) to this stroller. Like he usually has the neck fan on, Mm -hmm. right? And then he's got another fan that attaches to the front of the stroller. But then my wife has another fan that attaches to the the handle that's blowing on her as we're Mm -hmm. pushing the stroller. There's fans everywhere. And you definitely have to go the the rechargeable route. Because we did the batteries the first time. We're like, oh, maybe it'll last longer. It's the worst decision we've ever made in our life. No, and when it dies, it dies. And you know what I always keep in my park bag, which doesn't really, isn't really like something that's going to keep you cool, but is a battery pack and either get the fuel rods that they have in the park where like you pay $30 and then you have unlimited refills. Like you could just keep throwing in the machine and it'll give you that one. Or I got one on Amazon that I think I can get like two and a half full charges of my phone on. But, like, yeah. you can bring yeah. a little charger for your fan when it dies and plug that in and you're good to go. Like, you know, like, it is right. it is key to have a portable charger on you of some kind. And before we move on to the next thing, because I know Jeff is dying to talk about the new purchase he just yes. made uh, as part of our discussion for this. For the fans, they do have those cute Mickey hand ear ones. Yes. They look cute, but... They're not the the best fan. Mm-hmm. They're battery powered, so they run out quickly, and they're not very strong. So they look cute. They're supposed to have like the ability to kind of you know Oops, move yeah. the uh, the arm around and it stays in place. That's not the best. It's just really not a great fan. So if you see it and you're like, oh, I really want that, just remember you're not gonna get a great. It'll look cute, but it, you won't feel right. cute from it. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we've been we've been waiting for this, Jeff. Oh, I'm ready. What what I'm should ready. everybody bring with them for the summer? Wait, I forgot. No, wait, just kidding. No, here. <laughs> well, I don't know yet. I haven't. So, all right. So, before the podcast, we had a a very enlightening discussion about footwear, and uh, it seems as if. Uh, I've been making, what would you say, a dire mistake uh, my entire life by not owning. Missing out. You've just been missing out, Jeff. All right. Okay, good. Let's not shame. You know, let's not shame my my footwear situation. You know. I will shame you. Crocs. Crocs. Yeah, we're talking (laughs) about Crocs, right? So Crocs. Um, Do you all have a specific Croc you like? uh, So I'm I'm a newbie Croc guy. You know, I just ordered mine. It's in the mail. It says, it says. 
it'll be here by Monday. But literally 30 minutes ago, yes. you ordered these. You made the decision talking yeah. to us about this episode. You. And it's against you. So yeah. listen. Right. And Crocs, by the way, is not a sponsor, but we are open to the idea. Say, if Crocs ever wants to we need money. Give us money. Crocs for hours. We could do a whole we could do a whole podcast on Crocs. I am the queen of Crocs. I got like 10 pairs. I have the flip flop Crocs. I have yeah. the what I call my frocks <laughs> that look like those Steve Madden platform sandals. Listen. So, well, now, tell tell me about it. You guys are doing such yes. like yeah. a great job. Why is this? Why is this an optimal footwear? Well, I don't know. Why are well, crocs? It feels like you're I'll tell you. Right what, yeah, you you all <laughs> tell me. I'm the I'm the newbie here. But Annie, Lindsay, what do you think? One, it feels like walking on a cloud. Two, as we were discussing, it rains. And when it rains, see, I personally. I crop with socks because I just think it's more comfortable because there's little bumps on the bottom where your feet go and you don't feel those when you wear this, the socks. But the second it starts raining, guess what goes into my park bag? My socks. Because then you can walk around in any puddle you want. And if you've been to Disney when it's monsooning, there are parts of the park that kind of tend to flood sometimes. Flood. Not kind of, Annie. They it floods. flood. And like Noah's Ark is floating down. Yes. Like and I mean like up to your ankles. Like it's it your foot is fully submerged. And if you are wearing sneakers, your feet will be wet for the rest of your trip, basically. Like there's no And that's the word. <laughs> wet sneakers are the absolute worst thing ever. And the good thing for those of you listening with kids, right? Crocs, my son lives in crocs not even not just in disney world like right now he's out for a walk with his mom and he's probably wearing crocs it's all he wants he's he has five six different pairs they come in different you know designs like we both have star wars ones and he's got plain ones and toy story ones and all these different things he loves the little gibbet things we just bought some at the store the other day because he wanted them for his trip uh, when we go in july but they're great for him because they're easy on and off they are a sandal, but he, we, we're never afraid that his foot's going to come out of them because they're pretty secure. And again, when he wants to go in those bubblers, he doesn't have to run through barefoot. He doesn't have to. We're not worried about him slipping in flip flops. It's he's not complaining when, you know, we complain when our feet get wet walking through a puddle with sneakers on. Imagine a kid, right? He'd freak out if he had to do that. So for those of you listening with kids, Crocs are lifesaver. They are a great option to have uh, in the summer, especially, but really anytime that you go. All right. Do you all go classic Crocs? Do you have, I, when you say Crocs, there's, you know, there's like a lot when I went on the, the website, Listen, there's a lot of different. The Croc, the classic ones, everyone needs at least a pair of. But like I said, the Croc flops, definitely get a pair. The Croc frocks, my fancy Crocs, I definitely recommend. <laughs> They're actually called the Brooklyn Wedge, but I like to prefer to call them my frocks. Um, Jeff, you and me, I think we're going to stick with the classic. Classic, classic yeah. or even a crock flop. Listen, if you're a flip flop yeah. kind of guy, they are really yeah. like, they're they're so cushy and delightful. Yeah. Um, but the last thing to get off the crocs before we spend a two hours talking just about crocs um, <laughs> that I would put in my park bag, which I just started recently putting in my park bag because I got a water bottle from Christmas from my um, my boyfriend's sister and it was mini and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. It's kind of tinier than the one I use normally as my emotional support water bottle. Um, but 
listen. Wait, what emotional? Can we we gotta unpack that just for a second? What the heck is emotional support? I'm sorry, I forgot I'm of a different generation than you guys. Um, <laughs> my, different generation. My generation Gosh, um, talk about needs, swipes. Needs a um a water bottle with us at all times. <laughs> She's like all you old people drinking right out of a garden hose. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just yeah, right. I have spit my garden hoses. That's what my generation apparently is all about. Water bottle that comes everywhere with me. My current one's 32 ounce. I used to have a 40. Um, and it, it just always is with me so that if I need a sip of water, it's with me. And it's just when Annie says water, she doesn't mean water. Let's just be. No, it is water. I swear. (laughs) I currently have the, uh, um, it's in a Walla brand, which I like because this one has the built in straw, but also has a chug hole too. So if you wanted to chug the bottle, you could, but you could also just sip from the the straw. It's a chugger. I listen. I 100% agree. Bringing your own water bottle is key, especially in the summertime. Yes. You got to stay hydrated because of how much you sweat. We bring. Um, we we use a brand called Contigo. It's a stainless it steel one. Too. It keeps. You know, we'll put ice in it in the in the hotel room and fill it with water before we go. Mm-hmm. And it, there is still ice in it. Sometimes at the end of the day in August, it's still frozen. Yeah, regardless of the so brand, you it, definitely need a stainless steel. Right. What's the stainless what's the brand? steel? What's the nice brand steel. For everybody. Contigo. 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 Sure. I think mine is Contigo. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> You're right. And not a sponsor, but, but could be. But we're open to it. <laughs> we're open, we're to, open it. to it. Awala, Crocs, Contigo, come at us. Um, <laughs> All right, so we have our bag full, right? We know we what we're bringing. Full. We have but... our bag full. Now let's talk about how to stay cool, shall we? The best AC, the best pools, the best rides, the best, you know, let's talk about the water parks. Let's talk about splash pads and misters. Lindsay, take us away, girlfriend. So I'm going to start with Magic Kingdom, Carousel of Progress. It's a long ride, and the AC is pretty much blaring in there during the hot summer months. That's my favorite ride to go on. I feel like we that's like the... If we're doing a, a fantasy draft of Disney rides, AC for, you know, the summer... Carousel Progress. One, because it's a great ride, like just to begin with. For those of you who have never been on it because you think it's like old and slow or whatever, it's a classic. It's a great ride. But Lindsay, you're right, man. If you go in the middle of the afternoon after you've been sweating all day, you go sit down in a nice comfy chair in the dark, in the freezing cold AC. You got 15 minutes and you're just gently rocked to sleep by the song and the motion of the theater. It's it's uh-huh. great. I'm not saying sleep or, during cars on progress. I honestly have fallen asleep and taken a nap in there sometimes because it is so comfortable. It is a great nap. But yeah, or, cars on progress. You can when it when it rains too. It's a perfect right. spot yes. to go into. You can go hide in there if you have to. And I know I mentioned exactly. if you're not willing to power through and run to mine train like Annie. Yes. And and there's no line. Yes. Yes, that's key too. There's usually no line. There's usually no line. My pick would be though. I said don't hit it during the rain because it literally backfires on you as a rain cover but the little mermaid ride the second you go under the sea it blasts you with a wind of ac and you'll never feel anything better in your life right so i mean how about we do this how about we break it down we're talking about ac right now and rides let's break it down by park like let's give everyone some of our our top ones so we're in magic kingdom we've got carousel of progress uh under the sea uh hall of presidents Mm -hmm. 
right? Very similar to Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Go take a nap for 15, 20 minutes with the presidents. What the else? Country and- Bear Jamboree. You can't nap Jam- during that, though, but a great, a great AC break. <laughs> right. I like that it's show. It's an amazing show. It is the best show. Big Al is the most talented performer in the Disney parks. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jeff just popped back in. Jeff, we're talking about our favorite spots in Magic Kingdom to grab some AC. So we talked about Carousel of Progress, Under the Sea, um, The Little Mermaid, Hall of Presidents, and Country Bear Jamboree. Do you have one? Is there no, a spot I, in there? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – so when we went in – I've only been once, and we went in October. So it wasn't that hot, but it was a little – yeah, it got a little warm. We went to the Hall of Presidents, so that yeah. was kind of – I, I could just remember popping in there and thinking, oh, this is nice. I think I'll just sit down in the yeah. cool dark and look at some history. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. Another so, great one, yeah. Mickey's Philhar Magic. Again, yes. they blast you with yeah. that wind on some of the scenes and you're just like, ah, <laughs> you know, like it. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Haunted Mansion. Though I will say, I have a bone to pick with Haunted Mansion because it used to be a real good burst of AC. Their AC must have gone downhill or it's just really old at this point because it mm. doesn't hit like it used to hit. It hits when you're, it's a small you're on the ride, it a but it used to hit the second you came into that foyer. You'd be blasted right. with AC, and that sometimes is cool, but not always. And then same when Whoa. they get you off of the stretching room, that area there where you're waiting to board the ride. You want to die. <laughs> We've noticed that just in general, I think, everywhere. And it's probably, I mean, honestly, it's probably a cost-saving measure. It probably measure. is. And it's but I remember <laughs> a few years ago when my wife and I, before Lincoln, when we first started going, and it was hot and I was miserable, you would walk by almost any open door, mm-hmm. the stores on Main Street, any attraction, you would just walk by. You were outside still. And you would feel it. And you're like, oh, man, like that AC is pumping in there. Nowadays, you don't get that as often. Occasionally, a certain attraction, a certain spot, you might get it. But nowadays, you have to go in mm-hmm. to really feel feel the AC. Correct. So it's probably, you know, and it's understandable. They're not they're not really there to <laughs> cool off Florida. So they're not going to have to cool pump out the door. Me, you know? I'm not asking <laughs> yeah, the rest of, of Florida. I'm right. asking for me. Right. In the park in the summer, I want to get blasted by the AC coming out of the Emporium. So hard that I almost blow off the sidewalk, you know? <laughs> Annie, what park should we go to next right, for AC? Let's go to Epcot. Okay. My favorite thing in Epcot, which is also a great AC break, is the Voice of Liberty. If you have not experienced the Voice of Liberty <laughs> under the rotunda in the America Pavilion, you have not lived. It will give you chills. It's amazing. They're an acapella group. They do their voices are incredible, and they do like uh, American folk songs. And now they started adding some Disney since COVID to the repertoire. Beautiful, amazing. Wow, go see it, please. <laughs> and then after, but Andy, you got to build off of that. I was going to say you got to build off of that. And then after that, because they go right into right. the American Adventure show. Right which is a pretty cool show and it's great. If you're a Walt fan, he pops up for a hot second at the end if you feel like crying that day. Um, but yeah, a great history. <laughs> I'm a history guy. If you're a history, a history guy teacher, history too, teacher, I guess. Like yeah, it. you'll enjoy it. I watch Which it. also crying cools you off. So yeah. it's, a, it's a double win. Exactly. But if you're right. a cool kind of galley, like me, it's great. 
Yeah, you can spend you can spend upwards of an hour in that building in the AC right. if you do if you go in to check out the exhibits because they have a lot of the the old Americana you know relics and stuff and you listen to the Voices of Liberty and you go listen to the show that's a nice hour mm-hmm. in the middle of the day and it's and the perfect thing is it's literally halfway around the World Showcase so you you do your first half you're all hot and sweaty and you get right in the middle. You take a nice break for that hour, then you finish the rest of the world showcase. And if you're a picky eater and you don't like international foods and you want to go eat at Rico Eagle, that's literally a step away from that door. So you can be in the AC for like an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. You know? All right. So Annie took a whole pavilion. A whole pavilion. Sorry. A whole pavilion as her AC (laughs) break. I'm going to go Spaceship Earth. You know, as my son calls it, the Disney ball. You know, he likes the Disney ball. But I'm going Spaceship Earth. Again, love the history. It's a longer a longer attraction. You're going to be in there for 15 minutes or so. It's Again, it's dark. It's slow moving. You have the history aspect, which I like. But if you don't, it's a perfect place to take a nap in the AC. And I just like it. Right, that's where I would go. So I'm going to pick Living with the Land yes. in the Land Pavilion. That's a 15-minute boat ride that you go into. Very relaxing. You cool off. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And it's like most one of the most underrated rides. I oh, mean, I, the, I love the joy the that the Mickey-shaped plants give me, I cannot <laughs> even explain to you. Like, I, that just will make my whole day. And it's relaxing, chilling. The only scene that that sucks on that is the the because they kind of bring you through like uh, the rainforest and the desert and the prairie. The desert is not so right. fun because they try to make it <laughs> a little warm in there. Make it a, a little, little warm. warmer in that section, but the rest of it is great. <laughs> Even the greenhouse, right? You would think the greenhouse section would be like really hot. Yeah. Maybe it's a slightly warmer than like the dark ride part, yeah. but it's still air conditioned and nice and cool, and you still it's still a really nice enjoyable. Break. Yeah. What about gift shops? Are there any like? Yeah. I like to chill out when I'm like. Here's oh, hey, the issue with uh, gift it's shops. Hot. Let's go. Um, okay, you let's need a lot of self control. Um, <laughs> I do not have, especially now being an annual pass holder. Um, that discount kind of goes, hey, but you could get <laughs> X amount off, and you say you're right. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. But Jeff, yeah, I mean, you're right. Going into a gift shop, I would, if we're going to use the gift shop as a means of cooling off, you got to hit the main, the bigger mm-hmm. ones, right? So for an Ep- Epcot, go. you got to go to Creations. If you're going to like a small one, you're going to be in and out in a couple minutes. Yeah, you want to loiter. Awesome. Right. You want right. to spend some time loitering right. around. So you need to hit those bigger ones. So Magic Kingdom, you got to hit Emporium and yeah. Epcot Creations. Okay. So yeah, but you could definitely, you could definitely use a gift too, shop. Even if you're not spending a lot of time in it, I'll use it just to pass through that section of the park. Like if I'm walking straight back to World Showcase, you bet your bottom dollar I am walking through a creations shop and making my way through the AC. Same with the Emporium. Same with um, the one in Animal Kingdom. You know, all of those I'm hitting. (laughs) For a quick I, I do want to throw one more into Epcot yes. just real quick because it's my son Lincoln's favorite place and it's living with I was the seas. Say the seas is great. Right, because you get the Nemo ride and then you Lincoln will spend hours, mm-hmm. hours in the aquarium. 
like just looking at everything. He loves that place. So if you have kids that love, you know, the or if you love aquariums and fish and things like that, it's a it's another place where you can definitely spend some time inside and the pool. Turtle talks in there. Like there's a lot to do right. without going outside, right. which is great. Also the frozen ride. Frozen ride too. The, the, the only queue issue is with cool. frozen ride is that the queue is outdoors. <laughs> oh yeah, it sometimes goes outside oh, onto the show. But if it is indoors, you're great. You're good. You're chilling. Right. Right. <laughs> you are chilling. All right, let's talk about our favorite pools, friends. Or do we want to keep doing the parks? Well, how about we – let's do it real let's quick. It. Each of us, yeah. real quick, let's – let's what? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom's tough. Animal Kingdom is tough. I don't know. Dinosaur. Right. Navi River. Navi River, though, the right. line is outside. So there is – It is outside. So you feel that warmth so you get in. It is in shade, but it is outside. Um, it's a bug life. life. is great, but scary if you have little kids. Yeah, Lincoln was terrified of the spiders. Really fun, though. Like we talked before with those international groups, because they have no clue what's going on. And it is kind <laughs> of funny. It's terrible to say, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> right. but, but what I'm saying, why it's tough is, un, I guess, other than tough to be a bug. Yeah. There is really no like indoor theater longer attraction. Well, there is the Finding Like Nemo you get show. in some of the other ones. There is so the, the Nemo show. show and Lion King, right? Nemo and Lion King. Those would be the two, I think, where you would spend most of your time in the AC. Yes. And there is that Birds of Flight show, which isn't in the AC, but it is fully covered in shade, which is good. Right. Uh, right. It does help. But Animal bit. Kingdom is the hottest park because it is kind of built in a basin um, to kind of keep right. it nice and really hot for the animals that are there. Um, so do be wary of that. <laughs> if it's going to be the hottest day of your trip as you're looking you might want to switch your day in Animal Kingdom to whatever the coolest yeah. day it's going to be during your trip. Yeah, or or you do that because it's a lot of people use it as a half day. Yes. So you either go early in the morning before it gets the hottest, or you go later in the evening when the sun starts to go down. That is not a middle of the day park, no. and I don't think the next one we're going to talk about is a middle of the day park. No, no. Next that's be Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios, which right. and that, they're infamous, right, for the the no shade. Yeah, the no shade, and although I feel like most of their attractions are indoors, which is good, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of attractions, which is the downside. Right. So right. the lines get very long. There's a lot of weights that are outside, um, but but you have so you have what you have Frozen. Frozen's great. The sing along. You have a uh, Walt, Walt Disney. Disney that one yes. I love. Walt Disney I love. That's the walkthrough attraction, one man's dream. Yes. Right. Yep. One man's yeah. dream. That's a that's a great one. That's another great area to go. Uh, but Beauty and the Beast is outside. It's outside, but it's shaded. It's covered. It's, it's shaded. Still very hot though. Usually, same with the Indiana. And see the Jones. thing about the thing about yeah, and Indiana Jones, and the thing about and they have fire, yeah, they have right? Fire, so I mean, sometimes some of those like, explosions get warm. But the thing about the in any of the parks, the outside theater shows, even if they're shaded, you're still around a lot of people. You are. You are. Like you, like you don't get the benefit of being in a theater where you're near a bunch of people with the AC. Yeah. So it is still pretty. Like it's nice having not having the sun beat down and on I you, but you're like the metal roofs hold the heat inside of that area. Yeah, sometimes. it's like a little oven, yeah. a little oven engine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, Hollywood Studios, you want to you want to hit Frozen, you want to hit uh, One Man's Dream. 
Rise of the Resistance has got a very long indoor With queue. With seats in the queue. And it's a long ride. With seats in the queue. And it's a long yes. ride. Um, yes. Mickey and Minnie's is a good little, but it's short. You know, like it's... It's a short it's ride, a short yeah. So that's the thing. A lot of the stuff in Hollywood Studios, like you said, there's not a lot of rides to begin and, with. And, and attractions most of the rides lines are outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> and... <laughs> They have the infamous Toy Story Land with no shaded areas. Which literally, we like have anywhere. a section at the end, which I guess we'll just throw now, that says places to avoid. And the only thing on the list is Toy Story Land. <laughs> because they did not put a single ounce of shade in that land. Which I think they are trying to rectify, because I think they are building that indoor area for Woody's lunchbox. Um, but it's, ooh, it is hot. It's hot. It is hot there. But you also you also have um, Muppets 3D Vision. Yeah. And uh, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Nice. If you have kids, the Disney Junior play and dance, you can bring them in. Oh, there. man. Even if you don't have kids and you're just hot. So it is... I. <laughs> If you have an option of going anywhere else, I would, I would <laughs> going anywhere else, especially if you don't have little kids. Like we've brought Lincoln. We had to do it. it you're sitting on the floor, right? It's not like yeah, it's you're not on the floor terrible. with a bunch of screaming three, four, five-year-olds. It's strobing lights. Like it's a lot to do. It's cool because you're inside in the AC. I had never done it. And I kept getting asked in line. There was like an annoying kid next to me, like misbehaving. And they're like, ma'am, could you just control your child? And I was like, actually not my kid. Don't know whose kid this is. But uh, I'm just here to see the show because I love Sophia the first. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just be like that sound. But also right next to that though, Star Wars Launch Bay does have good AC as well. Yep. And you can meet some characters that will show, but I don't know how much longer that's going to be there. I think they're trying Move to move that around a bit. Yeah. yeah, which would be good because, I mean, Little Mermaid used to be there, but that is just sitting empty, that show, which was another great AC break. Would have, right? I feel, okay. So I feel like we could do a whole show on just air conditioning in Disney World. <laughs> literally, literally. Well, to move on. What else do we have, Annie, ways of keeping cool? Um, the pools that midday pool break sometimes the best i we used to do it all the time when we were kids we would take a little nap and pool break midday i don't do it anymore in my family there's kind of like three stages there's me and my sister erin who we are rope drop to pass park close at the park the entire day go 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 then there's my parents they usually either rope drop or and the night they don't do both and sometimes they take that midday break then there's my sister lauren and her boyfriend sammy the two of them don't rope drop or park end (laughs) and they are also always taking that break midday so you kind of just got to go with the flow of your family right but i mean if we're talking heat right ways to avoid the heat that's probably the best way to do it is to take that afternoon break to avoid the parks in the middle of the day you want to Go to any of them early, right? If you say rope drop and you can yeah. get there for a little bit and try to get out of the parks by noon and then or go later in the evening and try to go once that sun starts to set. It definitely cools off a little bit. Yes. But we're talking about pools, right? And that does allow for you to actually enjoy the pools because I think a lot of people when they go to Disney, especially if they're staying on property, they don't take advantage of the pools because, and I get it, right? If you don't go very often, if it's like a once in a lifetime trip, you're like, why am I going to go to the pool, right? I want to go to the parks. And for those 
vacations, I fully understand it. But if you do go kind of regularly, you should totally take advantage of some of these pools that these resorts have because they are they're awesome. They are really cool our, pools. Growing up, our criteria for whatever resort we were going to stay on was which had the best water slide. Because literally we would complain all day in the park for our feet hurt and we wanted to go back to the room and rest. And then the second we got there, we would immediately switch into our bathing suits and run up and down those stairs for the pool slide. And my parents would be like, I thought your your feet right. hurt, but okay. <laughs> you know. So I think a great slide, a great pool really could be a game changer, especially with kids. Let's let's how about there's four of us, each of us pick our yes. one pool. Like if there's one pool that we, even if we repeat, because we might repeat, I think there's a, well, we had a little bit of a debate before the podcast, but I think there's a clear 101 in most people's minds when they think of resort pools, but we did have a little debate over that. Go on, Lindsay. So I'm a DVC member, so our home base is Copper Creek. So the pool that we love is Copper Creek Springs which is fed by the natural spring in the lobby of the hotel, which trickles outside the hotel into the pool and is surrounded by pine trees, boulders, and a view of Geyser Point and Bay Lake from the distance. They do have a water slide, which is, I think it's it's 65 or 67 feet, Mm. which isn't bad. We love it. It's it's beautiful there. That's our home as well, Copper Creek, DVC. Love that resort. But admittedly, we've only been to the pool once, so we definitely got to hit that pool a couple more times. They have a nice um, splash pad for the kids, too. Go ahead, Matt. I'm going to take the 101. It's got to be Stormalong Bay at the Yacht and Beach Club. I mean, it's it's almost like Disney's third water park. It's got a lazy river. It's got the pirate ship slide. I think it's the longest water slide out of all the pools, right? It's got multiple. Right, it's got multiple zero entry uh, pool locations. It's got the cabana set up around it. It's got, and then it's you know it's it's got its own like little pool bar uh, spot where you can go grab some drinks and something to eat. But it's also got beaches and cream if you want to go get that kitchen sink sundae right there. You get the benefit of being super close to Epcot. So if you want to run in there and grab some food and come back to the pool. And you also have two resorts right there. You have Boardwalk, which is a short thing right across the lake. And even if you wanted to go Swan and Dolphin, I, it's just, it's like in the middle of everything. You have so many different options and the pool is crazy. I like the Lazy River. That's my favorite part. My son's probably looking forward to the slide the most, but that is where we're staying in July. So we are very excited about, about that pool. Oh, and see, I disagree. <laughs> I liked the sand bottom part of that pool and the how big it was, um, but I think it has the most painful slide on property. Like you hit every bump coming down that side. So my favorite pool is the one at the Polynesian with the volcano, the zero entry. You can watch the fireworks from it. It's just really the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do like that all of the, because this wasn't a thing when I was when I was younger. It was that most of the pool areas are now accompanied by like a splash pad area as well. Yes. And that's so they always had like these splash areas in the park and Disney Springs, but I definitely think like that would have been so much fun as a kid. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a huge part for Lincoln. So like speaking of Animal Kingdom, the pool over at Kadani Village, they have a really awesome splash pad. Like I love running through it with him because it's that much they have like 
water cannons and they have tons of it's like three different locations. it's so cool so the splash the yeah. splash zones are really cool for you know if you got little kids with you, you but it is it is really cool and a lot of the hotels have multiple pools they usually have a yeah. larger pool and a smaller pool um lindsay mentioned that she's a dvc member so a lot of the resorts that have dvc locations there's a dvc pool so even like yacht and beach club while storm along is their main one they do have a small Usually the DVC ones are just smaller, regular type pools, but they, they do have that as well. So maybe it cuts down on the crowd a little bit at the bigger pool, which is, uh, is nice. Another thing, though, to mention, though, with the pools to take note of is depending on which, because, you know, there's, there's deluxe, DVC, value, moderate, like different levels of resorts on property. Depending on what level you're at depends on if there is towels by the pool. Yeah. Or if you have to bring towels from your room. I figured that one out the hard way in the pop century pool. When I was like, where's the towels? The lifeguard. And he's like, you should have brought that from your room. You have to go soaking wet into the lobby now and try to get one from them. So that is something to note. <laughs> the last thing that we need to talk about is the most refreshing snacks and drinks to get. Well, real you know, quick, we'll just awesome. mention them real quickly because we were talking about yeah. pools. Disney does have two water parks as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Which are like, you know, probably a really good way if you have the extra day or whatever in your trip to to spend to cool off. They have Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, water slides, lazy rivers, wave pools. It's, you know, it's your traditional water park, but with that Disney theming that I think just takes it kind of a step above a regular water park. 100%. You know, they're really cool. Um, Matt likes Typhoon Lagoon. I like Blizzard Beach. We'll never agree on the situation, but it's just going to be what it be. <laughs> <laughs> well, each one has their own thing, right? So I, like I said, I'm a lazy river guy. So I enjoy the lazy river at Typhoon Lagoon. But Blizzard okay. Beach has like that water coaster, right? It, no. Is that Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon? Has the aqueduct. Man. Oh, so, come so what does yeah. Blizzard Beach have that you like Blizzard Beach better? The they have slide. the drop slide, not that I go on that, but they have that straight down yeah, slide. I can't do that. I also, I... I can't do that, but I do like to get up to those. You can take the ski lift and there's that, I think there's like three there's a water ski slides lift? up there. There's a ski lift yeah. that you can take up there. But See, wait a minute, you back. said you're afraid of heights and you like ski lifts going up to the top of these. See, I'm completely fine with that. I'm terrified of heights, but I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> I, I can't explain the logic to you, but I, I do enjoy a good ski lift. But the family slides up there, that straight down slide, and I think one other slide or something's up there as well. And then they have a bunch. I think it's just, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it has more slides there. And I feel like there's just more to do. Like, I feel like it took me longer to hit everything in that park right. than it did at Typhoon. Okay. Maybe I'll have to try it. I've only been there once. See, and I told Matt when I was down at my program, um, they usually close each of the water parks for a couple months during the year um, to, for refurbishment. So Blizzard Beach was open the majority of my program. So that's the one I went to. So then when I went to Typhoon, I was like, oh, Blizzard Beach is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say both times I went, it has completely downpoured rainstorms by 3 p.m. So that's definitely... Um, might just be my luck, but it's no fun to be at the water park when it's wet because <laughs> you cannot do anything. 
even though you would think it would not bother you literally cannot do anything and there's really no places to hide and cover from the rain <laughs> so i will say that <laughs> but um all right drinks snacks refreshing you're in the middle of your day towards the end of the night and you are dying of the heat what are we eating friends i know where Lindsay's going Lindsay, do you want to tell us where you're going sure <laughs> Nobody knows by now. I'm going to La Cava de Tequila, um, which is located in the Mexico Pavilion, which is Hacienda themed lounge, which serves tequila flights, mezcal, and snacks. Um, we love going in there, especially when it's hot out. We will sit down and we'll grab a uh, Dragonos top shelf marg, and we'll have some um, chips and guacamole, which cools us off. And also, when you're in the Mexico Pavilion, it's pretty much well air conditioned as well. And then we take the little boat right after that. Perfect. <laughs> the perfect day with Lindsay is La Cava de Tequila. <laughs> anytime we bring that's, up anything. That's where you'll find me. Anytime we bring up anything, she's like, I will be in La Cava de Tequila <laughs> when you were doing that. And we're like, fair, fair. That is, that is a fair assumption. See, it's bad when the bartenders know you, <laughs> and you don't even live down there. It's not like, and you don't even. It's live not there. like you li- live down there and you're there every weekend. <laughs> like you go down maybe once a month, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "Hey, Lindsay." Pepe's always like, "Hey, what you doing? You want the same exactly?" <laughs> Give me the usual, Pepe. Give me the usual. Come on. And doesn't doesn't Jimmy at uh, the restaurantosaurus one know you too? <laughs> so that's the life Lindsay lives. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> listen, it's good in the sense. I mean, I'm on vacation. Listen, it's fine. it's fine. And you know what? Then they know what you like, and that's less words you have to speak that day. You know exactly. My exactly. favorite, personally, is ice cream. I love a Mickey bar. I love a frozen lemonade that you get at little stands. But my favorite is if you go to either the confectionery, not the confectionery, the Plaza Ice Cream Place um, in the Magicanum on Main Street or Scoops, where I used to work and hated working there, (laughs) Um, on Sunset Boulevard. um, You can get ice cream. They have, I think, like six flavors. But pro tip, if you get the kids... It is still a pretty big scoop of ice cream. Um, and they put little chocolate Mickey ears in it. So you get a really cute picture for every little ice cream cone. Fun fact. But I did not like scooping ice cream when I worked there. That was probably the worst position because my my wrist did not enjoy that. <laughs> and surprisingly, the hottest location. So like you would think that would be the coldest one. No. <laughs> I you know, I'm a freak. Like, I don't... When I go to Disneyland... Well, actually, I like the sun. I'm from New Mexico. Like, born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know? And I move around, and it's just... The sun isn't the same. So when the sun is out, I almost feel like it's my obligation just to burn. And so there's always this guilt. You know, when I'm not out in the sun burning, I'm like, oh, I probably should, you know? I just, I, I gotta, I gotta live my roots. So I just get a Dole Whip and stand in the sun, eating my Dole Whip with guilt on my hey, face. That's what you I can't be a Dole family. Whip on a hot day, man. <laughs> I'm joking, but, but I, but there is some seriousness to that. Maybe just a little bit in which I kind of, I'm a sun person. I like being out in the sun 
And but there's also a difference me, between New Mexico sun and Florida sun. Well, there's a like humidity it's a difference, but the intensity. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, a very dry heat. But I, I like the sun. But so for me, what does it look like to cool down in a place like Disney World where, yeah, okay, it's hot, the sun's out. Well, I, I, I actually prefer to be out in the sun. That's just as part of the experience that I personally right. like. But it's like, well, I have to have a water bottle or I have to have a Dole Whip or something just so I, you know. So I'm not like, I don't, I don't, for me, it's not like, oh, where can I find shade? I got to find shade. For me, it's like, okay, what can cool me off while I'm burning? <laughs> that's Maybe I'm a freak, but that's just how I am. But I, I for but the Dole Whip for me is like, it's great. It's like, I, you know, it's, I love that there's all these different flavors. With, with Dole Whip pouring over the signs that's melted. Yeah, just like, I'm fan. sitting there like, on the hub grass. Yes. Uh, uh. But, uh, but the reason why I love the Dole Whip is I, you know, the first time uh, Hannah and I, when we went a few years ago to Disney World, that was the first time we've ever had a Dole Whip. But we always heard about them because you know we, I haven't been to Disney. I before that I hadn't been to Disney in a, in quite a while. So we kind of like we made our own at home. Mm-hmm. There are all these YouTube videos where you can like make your own Dole Whip. Uh, I don't. We got kind of close, sort of, I guess. But, man, I love that Dole Whip. I just love that dang thing. I'll tell you mine. I do love a Dole Whip, but I'm going to pull the family cards. I'm going to tell you what everybody in my family, except for Landry, because he's never been there yet, what they all like as their treat. Lincoln would disown me as his father if I didn't mention the Mickey bar, because he always has to get a Mickey bar. My wife... um, she loves Mickey bars. She loves Dole Whip, but she likes, you know, a nice frosty drink somewhere around Epcot. So she's been known to drink the Frosé slushies or the Grand Marnier orange slush in France. Uh, if I'm going to go for a drink, I personally like a Shandy uh, in the UK. Shandy is half beer, half Sprite. It's a little bit more refreshing and light uh, on a hot day. So I like that. No, it should be half. So they make them differently. They do Sorry, make them I differently. To... So a lot of the ones that okay. you buy, like at the liquor store, I hate. I hate to bartender right. you, but so I am a lot a bartender. of the ones you so buy like, at like oh, a liquor that, store. You can get with the uh, with the lemonade, but if you go to the UK, that pavilion, it's Sprite and usually Harp or like Bass Ale or something like that. So it's half beer, half yeah. Sprite at okay. at the UK okay. pavilion. I like oh. that one. All right. All right, my friend. That out. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up. Other than if anyone has any other areas other than Toy Story Land to avoid. No, just burn people. They're just moral of the story. Just burn. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Get yourself a Dole Whip. Enjoy the magic. And actually, don't. don't no, worry. you're right. Essentially, you have to go down. If you're going to go in the summer, you have to go with the mindset. It's going to be hot. It's going to be crowded. You could do whatever. You could take some of these tips and tricks that we're telling you here to try to help. But you're not going to escape it. And just go and have fun. Like, that's the thing you got to do. Yeah. And stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. And what you didn't mention before um, with the water bottles is you can go up to pretty much everywhere that has a soda fountain at it. So when you quick service locations, some of the kiosky stands around the park um, and get a free cup of water. You can always ask for water and it is free. 
Um, it doesn't always taste the best. The Florida but, water. <laughs> um, Florida water is Florida water, but it will keep you hydrated. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners from Florida. We live in New Jersey, and we think we have the best water. And yeah, listen, Magic Kingdom has the worst water. <laughs> it's just what it's going to be. I love them dearly, but I don't know what they put in that water. It's disgusting. And everyone's going to make fun of the way we say water, water too. So. You got to get some water. <laughs> How do you say water. it? I want all you you three say water. When it's I water. It's water. 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 Yeah, water. I get the water. It's a water. Hey, yeah, hey. Get a water. water. I get the, the water. I get the, Philly, hey. the Philly water. Fill it. Yeah, you're from, you're from down South Jersey. I'm up. Because I'm South. I'm more South Jersey, so it's water. How do you say water. coffee? I say coffee. What? Coffee. Coffee? coffee. 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 That sounds like... Water. Wait, say it again. Coffee. Coffee. It's a hard call. It's like a crow asking for some fees. Coffee. 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 I love my voice. Hey, I'm always a fan of accents, and everybody has one. Some people think they don't have. Everybody has an accent. The question is, which accent do you have? I'm from New Mexico. I moved. I moved to Texas, and then. You know, I'm in the South, so I, I call myself, my accent is Texas. <laughs> like it. That's what I say. It's, uh-huh. I love yep. that. All right. Well, you know what? Let's finish out with some upcoming events this summer real quick. Like, um, if you are heading to Disney in the next couple weeks, there is July 4th. Um, that is going to have the July 4th fireworks. I don't know if they're doing them in Epcot this year. Sure. Um, I assume they will because they are still doing Epcot forever. Um, cause it used to be, you know, whatever show was currently going on in the middle. And then at the end, they had a big firework ending, um, pro tip. You do need to be able to see what's going on in the middle. Um, when I tried to see it the one time, I thought you just had to see behind America. So we had a great view of behind America, but not of the middle of the lake. In Epcot. Um, so yeah. to be very careful in Epcot. Um, and then Magic Kingdom does the 360 fireworks. Um, so that is another awesome thing. Try to see if you can. Um, but that being said, those crowds are crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> they usually do it the third and the fourth for both parks. Um, so that is something to keep in mind. Um, definitely go on the third if you can to either of the, the, those parks because those tend to be a little less busy. <laughs> um, but it would still be very busy. Um, Flower and Garden is still going on until the 5th in Epcot. Um, if you haven't already gotten out there yet, it's super cool. They do all these crazy topiaries of different characters. Um, I got to hit it during my one day <laughs> in Disney. Um, if you're an annual pass holder, you got to the end of um, this week, I guess, because this is going on on Wednesday, um, to get your figment magnet <laughs> um, oh, and experience all those. And she couldn't now. get that. I, you know what? Listen, ask Tara because Tara offered me her second one and yeah. I was able to get mine. Yeah. So, you know, harp on her. Um, but never fear if you're missing Flower and Garden. Um, Food and Wine does begin the 27th and that is running through November. So you have plenty of time to get to Food and Wine. Um, that is going to be, if you are a foodie, it's going to have the most boots, the most crazy food that you could possibly find. Um, awesome beverages. It's just a really cool time. It is also very busy, especially on the weekends. Um, and I've caught during food and wine, so just keep that in mind. Um, but then they have the eat to the beat um, situation going on at the American Garden Theater. 
um, where they have some cool um, bigger known names um, than other festivals playing. Um, Joey Batone always makes an appearance <laughs> of some kind. Um, I think Journey usually comes. Like there's there's a couple of them that usually hit um, that that part of the festival. Um, there's some after hours events going on. Select nights in Hollywood Studios and Epcot this summer. If you are a fan of Typhoon Lagoon like Matt, you can hit the after hour events at the H2O Glow Party, um, where it's you know you get to go to the water park at night. And they have tons of glow sticks and glow items, and it's just an overall party. I think it's Pixar, Pixar character friend, Pixar pals. Yes. They have roaming around. I think around. like Party Saurus, Rex, right. DJs, right. Um, and those are add-ons, right? It's a special ticketed event. It's a special ticketed event, correct? Um, and then another special ticketed event. We're already talking about Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, Crazy in a summer thing. We're talking about a Halloween party. <laughs> Nikki's not so scary Halloween party starts. Um, August 11th through November 1st, you can catch me there in September. And if you haven't already heard, they did just announce that, um, Voodoo is getting a few enhancements this year, the parade during that, that, um, party. And it is being, um, led off by our favorite Sanderson sisters, but also our favorite members of the Fab Five. So it's going to have Clara Bell, Minnie, and Daisy dressed up as the Sanderson sisters. So we are super, super excited for that. Lindsay, bring us home with our outro. Emmy, thank you for tuning into another episode of Sharing the Magic. As always, please hit that follow button and stay up to date on the latest episodes and tell your friends to tune in wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Sharing the Magic Pod. Until next time, keep sharing the magic. Man. When life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream of relaxing in the summer sun, just letting off steam. Oh, the sky will be blue, and you guys will be there too. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer. I'm going to tell him. Don't you dare. Yeah.